Taking them from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Okay, I know I'm always swimming against the tide, but you know, every day as I sit behind this microphone, I see more and more of our liberty just slipping away. And now there is a national outcry to steal more of it. And so I want to put it to the gun controllers out there. Exactly what kind of federal law would have stopped this mass murder? The FBI didn't stop them, despite twice being warned about them. Local law enforcement didn't stop them, despite a score of times going to his house. Now we learn that a social worker who interviewed him said he was a low-level threat. So we've talked the last several days, the end of last week, about the ideas that I have and you have in terms of securing the schools, the way the Israelis do against the Palestinian terrorists, the way they secure their country with a wall. But we apparently, we don't have the will to do it. Instead, we're going to continue down the progressive path where liberty is meaningless. So I want to know, in this specific case, what kind of a federal gun control law would have stopped this killer? Again, we already know the history. A bail bondsman warned the FBI, and they said, well, we couldn't find him. We thought maybe he was using a a false name, when in fact the guy used his real name. What a ridiculous response. And we know on January 5th, The FBI was specifically contacted on their hotline, told by somebody who knew this guy. Not just an acquaintance, and warned what he was capable of, what he was talking about. And they failed in their so-called protocol. Nobody told the school, to my knowledge, which should have beefed up security. All schools should beef up security in a serious way. More vetting. How can you vet this guy more than he was vetted? He was known. He made threats. More vetting of what? Well, all I hear now is all the the, the liberal points that we're cutting Medicaid. Medicaid is going bankrupt in the next 10 years. We're not cutting anything. Or bump stocks should be illegal. Bump stocks had nothing to do with this. We need better vetting. What, by the FBI? So I want to know exactly what kind of federal law would have stopped them. Because I can't think of any. Now maybe I'm not as smart as your average Washington politician. We are so quick to accept the, the, the narrative that is imposed upon us. Now we have kids marching and kids insisting on gun control. And the media exploiting the kids to advance an agenda. 
The media would never report this way if it came to the First Amendment and freedom of the press. They'd be indignant. They'd be furious. Certain liberties matter and certain liberties don't. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, we already have gun control in this country. If you've ever purchased a weapon from a gun store, you already know there's gun control. You fill out a form. They do a background check. The failure here wasn't the form and the background check. The failure here, and I hate to say this, but it's true, is in law enforcement, particularly the FBI. Particularly the FBI. The failure here, and I hate to say this too, are in these school districts that refuse to secure these buildings. We secure the Capitol building, the same politicians going on and on about gun control. They make damn well sure they have the Capitol Police protecting them, as well as the United States military. They don't want to be attacked. They know gun control is not enough. In fact, when they were attacked, they toughened up their security. If it's good enough for members of Congress, if it's good enough for politicians, it ought to be good enough for our school children. But apparently not. I've never heard anything like this. We have terrorists. We have gangsters. We have nut jobs. And we will not secure our schools the way the Israelis secure their schools or the way we can secure our schools. And we know we can secure our schools. Why don't we try it? I'm not talking about security guards without guns. I'm talking about kick-ass trained men and women who know what to do when something horrible begins to unfold. The next gun control law, ladies and gentlemen, won't be enough because it won't stop this. And the next gun control after that law won't be enough because it won't stop this. And so I put it to you. Okay, you're a member of Congress, you're the member, a member of the media. You're Mitt Romney, who's already at it. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because if we were really serious about preventing these, these horrific events, we'd be serious about <coughs> protecting our schools the way we protect our capital buildings in the states and Washington, D.C. Even if we have all kinds of gun control, they will still have all kinds of security at the capital building. They'll have all kinds of security <laughs> excuse me, at the State Department. All kinds of security at the Justice Department. All kinds of security all over government, federal government buildings in Washington, D.C. But not our school kids. Now, the media can manipulate these young people into marching for gun control. But are we going to resolve this or not? And the answer is apparently no. And apparently this is a society that has experienced liberty and in many respects rejects it. We're willing to accept the irrational argument 
that having more gun control laws on tens of millions of people who already own weapons will make us safer. When in fact that can't possibly make us safer. We already know the FBI blew it in this case. Had more than one opportunity to bring this kid in. To warn local law enforcement. To warn the school systems. To check with gun shops to see what he bought. To check with the uh, with the Treasury Department. None of that was done. Instead we get more calls for gun control. We have case after case of mass killing. Where the FBI has blown it. Even on a military base, Fort Hood. Country club, excuse me, a, uh, a nightclub in Orlando. We have proprietors who put signs on their, on their theaters, on their arenas, gun-free zones. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And so I want to know specifically what federal law could have been put in place to stop this guy, even though there were repeated warning signs, and citizens who saw something, said something, and nothing was done. Nothing was done. Shouldn't people be marching against the failure to follow protocol at the FBI? Shouldn't people be marching at the failure of the school system to secure their schools, to train up the appropriate people to protect their kids? Instead, we're going to march and argue for some abstract gun control law as a, as a solve-all and fix-all, when in fact it won't solve or fix a damn thing? Be curious to know what your suggestions are on this gun control, those of you who support it. And I'm quite serious about this. And the willingness to surrender your liberty. I understand the media hates you. Look, I understand the media hates me. There's a piece today in the New York Times. It's really an incomprehensible, rambling piece. I forget the guy's name. Where, of course, I'm labeled a right-wing radio host. Not a conservative radio host. Not a constitutional, none of the right-wing. So I know what it's like. I do. I know what it's like when you're a thinking person, you think for yourself, you're trying to reason through these various things, what would work, what wouldn't work, if you don't throw in with the gang. Now today is President's Day. What else is today the anniversary of, Mr. Producer? Does anybody out there know? Anybody know what this is the anniversary of today? Well, I know. And it's funny, the media says nothing. It's one of the most egregious violations of civil civil liberties in the history of America. And it didn't happen at the founding of the nation. It happened at the hands of the most popular president the progressives have ever elected. Selected four times. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. The internment of 120,000 Japanese Americans and Americans of Japanese descent. That's one of the day, one of the events that occurred too. 
But you won't hear much about that, because you won't hear much criticism about Roosevelt. The military used an order designating a coastal area from Washington State to Arizona banning all persons of Japanese ancestry, both alien and non-alien, meaning American citizens, from residing in the area. FDR's executive order forced approximately 120,000 Japanese Americans to relocate to 10 concentration camps. Congress passed legislation enabling the enforcement of Roosevelt's order on March 21, 1942. Just one hour of debate in the Senate, 30 minutes of discussion in the House of Representatives. The most egregious civil liberties violation in American history after slavery. This is the Democrat Party. Is the Democrat Party? Maybe someday we'll see a documentary on PBS, but don't hold your breath. Maybe over at the New York Times they'll write about it one day. A Democrat Party, which likes to fancy itself the modern Civil Rights Party, the modern Voting Rights Party. Federal legislation had to be passed to stop what the Democrats were doing in the South in violation of civil rights, and to prevent people from voting who were black. Democrat Party was the party of slavery. The Democrat Party was the party of segregation. Well after Reconstruction, the Democrat Party was the party of the Klan. The Klan was, was an appendage of the Democrat Party right into the 1920s and 30s. The first man that Franklin Roosevelt nominated the Supreme Court, Black was his name, ironically, uh, was a lawyer for the Klan in Alabama. Says he didn't know at the time. Yeah, right. Right up into the early 60s. It's the Democrats who pushed Jim Crow laws. It's not a single Republican governor who ever did. Not one. The first Civil Rights Act was not the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The first Civil Rights Act in modern times was the Civil Rights Act of 1957, issued by Dwight Eisenhower. The Civil Rights Act of 1960, issued by Dwight Eisenhower. This is why the Democrats will never speak of what FDR did, particularly on the anniversary of when it happened today. An absolute travesty. Even today, people try to justify it. There's no justification. None. None. FBI agents raided the homes of first-generation immigrants from Japan, arrested 1,212 innocent people, personal property was confiscated, the assets of individual individual connected to Japan were frozen... (laughs) In the camps, people were forced to share living spaces with strangers. Outrageously, families were sometimes broken up, sent to different camps. And I can go on and on and on. And in three different Supreme Court decisions, the court upheld this outrageous violation of the Constitution. That's why you need to be vigilant about all the Bill of Rights in the Constitution period. And, of course, we won't have this discussion today on any cable show, network show, or satellite show. Only here 
I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You have that little audio, Mr. Producer? The Fox Channel? Okay. Um, this Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern, I will be the on the Fox News Channel, our inaugural show, 10 p.m. Eastern, whatever time it is in your communities. Uh, we very much look forward to it. i got a wonderful guest. Remember, I'm, I'm trying to bring back the long-form interview, substantive intelligent, some people will be known to you, some people will not be known to you, most of them will not be politicians, some from time to time will be politicians, but have a sit-down discussion without rushing it, without 14 guests, without moving fast, just take our time and go through it, more old school than anything else, but really now it's new media, I think, so I think you'll really, really enjoy it, and also I'll be at CPAC on Saturday, Saturday morning. It'll be very fascinating. I'm going to be interviewed at CPAC by my wife. Oh, yeah. She's a smart, solid conservative on her own, as you'll see. More logic than allowed by law. The Mark Levin Show. Call now at 877-381-3811. Our principles, our values, our home. There's not a country in the world like America. Mark Levin champions our core principles. And one of the things that's never discussed is the Constitution. Now, he's bringing his dedicated doctrine to the Fox News Channel every weekend. From immigration to national security and government overreach. It's people we need to progress. Not government. He's standing up for the American people. This is the most magnificent country ever devised by a man. Don't miss the premiere of Life, Liberty, and Levin, Sunday on the Fox News Channel. 10 p.m. Eastern, that's right. I, I think people are misunderstanding the question, Mr. Callsford. I'm not interested in people agreeing with me. I'm interested in the opposite. I'm interested in the gun controllers. Okay? So the question is, what... Do you gun controllers want to do to prevent something like what just took place in Florida? What federal law? So let's clear out most of the callers when I do it with the utmost respect. And I ask the question. Okay, we're being deluged. We're being deluged with demands for gun control to prevent what took place in Broward County, Florida. And I'm saying, okay, what's your bill say? What's your bill say? What is it? What's the gun control law? <clears throat> and so we and the rest of America, all of us, can listen to it and make a decision as to whether or not it would even work. John Ventura, California, on the Mark Levin app. Go ahead. Mark, hey, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, and thank you so much for all you do for the country. Um, so when I had first heard that, you know, he was 19 and he, and he bought multiple firearms, um, the first thing I thought of when you posed this question I, was... By the way, I don't know that he bought multiple firearms, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, I know he bought at least one. All the, all the pictures that he posted online, there's like 
seven different guns. Yeah, because he took them. He took them out of the vault of the people he was staying with. Some of them. Oh, okay. So that's part of my other comment. But what if, what if from the age of eighteen to twenty-one, um, you're only allowed to get single shot, potentially break action firearms? I own. I'm on your side on this. Honestly, I don't think more laws, and I'm not a gun controller. But it did make me think if if he wasn't able to get a semi-automatic rifle, which I, you know, I'm. I've, uh, semi-autos and single actions, you know, it obviously takes more time to load one bullet in a single action brake rifle or shotgun. As Tell me, the guy gun. in Orlando, he wasn't 19 years old. No, I'm, yeah, so I'm thinking just this specific case. Well, I, I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make a point. I mean, great. Like you just said, I'm speaking of this specific case. Yes. So in this I'm speaking of all specific cases, but go ahead. Oh, okay. I, I, was, I thought you meant just... No, you case. can hit it. So you think that would have stopped it? No, I mean, it wouldn't have, nothing, if somebody is determined, what would have stopped it is obviously if the officials from the 30 times, the sheriffs went to his house, to the FBI, to go to check the background checks and all that. No, we agree on that, but I'm asking you about your gun control legislation. You have to be 21 or, or, or over to get a weapon that shoots more than one bullet, period. Not one bullet at a time, but one bullet. From 18 to 21, you cannot own semi-automatic firearms, and you can have single action. Okay, first, I want America to understand there's no such thing as semi-automatic. All it means, you have to press the trigger for a bullet to release. That's, they call it semi-automatic. It's not semi-automatic. It is mechanical. All these guns are, I'm just talking to America now, all these guns are mechanical. Many of you who don't have weapons, <clears throat> semi-automatic gives the <clears throat> impression that there's some automatic aspect to it. There's no automatic aspect to it, none whatsoever. I, no, I understand that. You pull, sir, I'm talking to the country for a minute. You pull the trigger, and a bullet leaves the chamber. You pull the trigger, and it happens again. Go ahead. Well, I would just say... But, which is, goes to my point is with the semi-automatic function. When you pull the trigger, one bullet goes out the goes out the barrel. The other bullet automatically reloads, and that's the difference. Where in this situation, or a lot of situations, they don't have to, you know, open the gun and put another bullet in. And in that time, where let me ask you this question: What if he drove up to the car and fertilize into the school with fertilizer? No, I'm on your side with that. No, no, you're you're not. I'm I'm trying to say something to you. Let's say he's 19, the same nut job, pulls up to the school with a van filled with fertilizer and lets loose. He could do that, right? He'd be looking. (laughs) Point is, he's trying trying to kill people. He's going to look for options that are on the table, right? Oh, absolutely. I just, I'm just saying that I think, one, every single person who's going to buy a firearm should have to go through either a hunter safety course or some sort of firearm. But that's training. a different point you're making. That's a different point you're making. <clears throat> you're saying they need to go through a firearms course. So let's say this guy goes through a firearms course, makes him a better shooter. Well, that's, I don't know, maybe, maybe. I'm this just... wasn't an accident, sir. He knew exactly what he was doing. He went in there and shot up the place. But if somebody like this kid had to go to a firearms course, could only get a single-action firearm, maybe it would have dissuaded him. Why would he go to a firearms course? If, if he had to in order to purchase a firearm, I'm saying. Well, then he'll steal a firearm. He, he may have 
I mean, maybe you would, maybe you would. What do the most gang members in this country get guns? You think they walk into a gun store and buy it? I'm on your side with that. I'm thinking about Stop saying you're on my side. We're trying to make an argument. It's not a matter of being on my side, against my side. I'm trying to have a discussion with you. I'm taking you every path you're going. I'm following you down the path. Or to be single action. Well, there are places you can go. You don't need single action. In fact, you can, at home, you can change the, the, the weapon. Okay? Uh, they ought to go through a firearms training. Why? To make them a better shot? No, so some, somebody will be able to see what he is, what he's doing. Well, you can't get any better than somebody calling the FBI twice. Yeah, that's true. And, and in this case, I mean, the FBI and the officials who... But in every case, if we had people in that school, whether they're 18, 19 years old, the killers, whether they're, whether they're a guy who's in his 50s, whether it's a semi-automatic, as you use the phrase, whatever it is, in every case, those kids would have a better chance if these schools were hardened. And what I mean by hardened, not creating pillboxes, but I mean by having serious people who are trained to defend the little kids who are in these schools. In every case, it would improve the chances of those kids. Every case. Wouldn't be perfect. Be better than what we have. Sure. No, and, and the same with so we can point. come up with a thousand gun control ideas the vast majority of which have nothing to even do with this. So this guy, you're saying, okay, single bullet, period. So he'd never buy that weapon. He wouldn't use the weapon. And he must go through training. Well, all training will make him do is become better. And so he'll look for other means to harm people. And you know, what's interesting is when the Israelis decided to uh, train up their teachers to make them combat ready for these situations, it wasn't a matter of Palestinian terrorists coming into these schools and shooting people. They came into these schools with with knives and swords, and were killing people that way. And so the, uh, the Israelis put, put, uh, put steps in place to deal with it. And I don't know why we won't. I don't know why we won't. We should. I think we should as well. I mean, all that, it's just, in a lot of the school shootings of younger people, they're under the age of 21, and they are with the, you know, I mean, mechanical, whatever you'll call it, semi-auto, which allows them to kill more people at this Kid could only have had a single action, a single shot, break action. He would never go into that school with a single action bullet, a single action rifle or pistol. Why would he do that? Be stupid. Well, maybe if you're out to kill people. Have, maybe he would have never committed it. I mean, we don't know. No, maybe he'd walk in with a stick of TNT and light it in and throw it into the kindergarten. It's, it's possible, but... Okay. All right, sir. I'm, I heard what you said. I appreciate your call. You're a very nice gentleman, too. Mark, Columbia, Missouri, the great KWOS. Go ahead. And by the way, I understand by doing this, I turn off about 6% of the listeners here. But that's the way it is. Go ahead. Mark, it's the greatest honor to get to talk to you. My, Thank you. My idea is to make the semi-automatic rifles have the same regulations as the fully automatic rifles have now. Well, then you wouldn't sell any, would you? Well, if you're worried about a tyrannical government... You want to buy an automatic weapon... Uh, that's a six-month process. If it's a process that you're allowed to purchase it at all, you're not allowed to purchase an automatic weapon without very, very severe standards. So why would we do that? Since the vast majority of people in this country who own so-called semi-automatic weapons, uh, all they are, again, I want America, I want you to understand, is you pull the trigger and a bullet fires. You pull the trigger and a bullet fires. 
So why would you apply the same? It's automatic. Excuse me? You can put a bump stock or a belt or, you know, however you rig it up and make it perform. Sir, you got people who can build weapons in their basement. You got people who can do pipe bombs in their basement. You got people who can build <coughs> what is effectively a, a hand grenade in their basement. Bump stocks. If we had outlawed bump stocks, would have had nothing to do with this killing. Nothing. Zero. I understand, but I just want children to live. That's where I'm coming from. Oh, okay. Thanks for clarifying that. Thank you. He just wants children to live. Sometimes I get so down about this stuff. You have no idea. We see these horrendous murders, and then the answer is to surrender massive amounts of liberty to the central government, which screwed up in the first place. It's just... Incredible to me. The same central government that screws up health care. The same central government that won't secure the border. The same central government that undermines local law enforcement. The same central government that's destroying the future of our children with debt and deficit spending. Now what we need to do is surrender the Bill of Rights because that way our kids will be safe. And I am telling you, please listen to me. There's not a gun law in the world that would have stopped what took place in Florida because the FBI blew it. I said they blew it, and I like the FBI. I don't care how many laws you have in place. If you don't follow the law and your law enforcement, if you don't track down leads that are handed to you on a gold platter, how the hell do you expect anything to work? I want children to live, too. That's why you have to secure these schools. Today, as I speak, the vast majority of schools in America, another nut job like this, can walk right into the lobby, pull the alarm bell, and kill 20 kids. As I speak today, and Congress will not come up with the right solutions. You people at the local level, school boards, local governments, state governments, county governments, you're going to have to fix this. Because the national media and the national Congress, they're nuts. Absolutely nuts. And when the next gun law doesn't stop it, there'll be another gun law. And when the other gun law doesn't stop it, there'll be another gun law. And when that doesn't stop it, we'll have another gun law. The funny thing about America is, there's almost 100 million people, 80 million people or so, maybe 60 million, 70 million. Who own weapons? We're the best trained civilian population in the world for the handling of weapons. And rather than seeing that as an opportunity to protect our schools, to get the very best among us, whether former military, whether former police officers, whether current police officers, whatever, to protect our school children in our schools the way that Congress is protected appears to be a bridge too far. It appears to be a bridge too far. None of us want to watch these, these pieces of crap go into these schools and slaughter our babies. Well, there are ways to try and address it that have a chance of at least limiting the damage. Don't call here and say, I want our kids to live, so I, I, I have the answer. No, no, you don't have the answer. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. 
told you on Friday, <clears throat> and you've seen some of these lawyers and commentators pick it up over the weekend. These uh, charges, these charges against these 13 Russian trolls, what a joke this is. They commit acts of cyber warfare against us, and we indict them in absolutely useful exercise of our federal prosecutorial powers. It's a complete and utter joke. Have you noticed how others have now said that too? Well, the media was all excited, and I put a little damper on it, wet blanket, and said, what the hell is this? And I believe the Russians try to interfere with our elections all the time. I mean, we had a big one, I told you, on Friday, when uh, Ted Kennedy was actually working with the Russian government and the KGB to try and defeat Reagan's re-election. Remember that one? One of their great heroes, Alger Hiss, who Whitaker Chambers and Richard Nixon hunted down, for which neither of them was, were ever uh, treated properly. They were hated by the progressives. And on and on and on. The Russians are our enemy. I don't know how many more times I have to say it. And all this occurred during the Obama administration. Obama was president, as I said Friday, as I've said before. Uh, you had Holder. And Lynch, as Attorney General, you had Comey as FBI Director. By the way, some of this was undoubtedly going on when Mueller was FBI Director, ironically enough. And uh, <clears throat> they controlled all federal law enforcement, all federal intelligence agencies. You see this idiot Brennan on TV and, and the moron uh, uh, who was the former... Director of National Intelligence, Clapper on TV, going on and on about the Russians. So what the hell do they do about it? Effectively nothing. But I've made this point on Fox, I've made this point on Levin TV, I've made this point on radio. But I made the point Friday, as the cleanup hitter in conservative talk radio, when everyone, oh my God, this is a and maybe, and maybe this shows that Mueller's doing it right now, Mueller's doing it, and look at this, and, it's, and Trump's not advice. Wait a minute, do you realize how ridiculous this is? How stupid this is. I want to tell you about something that's absolutely outstanding. It's called Thrive Market. You know, buying healthy food doesn't have to be difficult or expensive. Great food, just a click away. ThriveMarket.com. Will you do me a favor and check it out? ThriveMarket.com. It's a revolutionary online market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Unlike other big box retailers, ThriveMarket.com offers all your favorite top-selling food brands you would find at your local health food store, but at wholesale prices. Plus, they deliver everything conveniently to your doorstep, all for 25 to 50% below retail prices. ThriveMarket.com carries the top 400 brands in the organic food space. Not only that, you can sort their entire catalog by 90 values like non-GMO, certified organic, dairy-free, that's me, gluten-free, vegan, and paleo. Now, I'm a new customer of ThriveMarket.com. It's been a game-changer, which is why I'm very excited, very excited about this limited-time offer. ThriveMarket.com is making it available only to you, my listeners. Get a 30-day free trial and 25% off your first order. Go to ThriveMarket.com slash mark. The deal is really unbelievable. 25% off your first order and a 30-day trial. ThriveMarket.com slash mark. Folks, check it right now during the break. You're going to love it. 
thrivemarket.com slash mark thrivemarket.com slash mark I'll be right back of a hidden bunker somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. i got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if I were given an unlimited budget, unlimited number of uh, prosecutors, Access to the FBI. I think it'd be a lot further than uh, Robert Mueller, wouldn't you? And if not, I would close shop. Now, there's another leak out of Mueller's operation that they're trying to track down some business deal Jared Kushner had in New York. What in the world does this have to do with this clown's mandate? And he is a clown, this guy Mueller. I'm sorry, I don't buy into all the politicians and media telling us what a great guy is. Matter of fact, I'm very cynical on all of them, and when they do, you better look over your shoulder. You better look over your shoulder. He screwed up a lot, Mueller, in the past. And we've talked about that. Comey screwed up a lot in the past. They screw up now. But now they're trying to take out this guy Kushner? Let me tell you something else. This guy Gates, who nobody ever heard of before, deputy campaign chairman or something or other, they're squeezing him to get Manafort. All these things Manafort allegedly did, and I don't believe half of them. Maybe I don't believe all of them, but I don't know the guy at all. But I know who Mueller is. None of this has anything to do with collusion with Russia. So, so far, the only collusion we know of with Russia was the Hillary Clinton campaign, the DNC, Perkins Coy Law Firm, Mark Elias, their hitman lawyer, and Fusion GPS. Right? And who else colluded with the Russians? Turns out the FBI did. Well, the FBI used information that was in the dossier. So the FBI colluded with the Russians. This is why I said on Fox months ago, they're laughing at us. They think we're a joke. And in many ways, we certainly have become that. Here's the latest being leaked out of Mueller's office. And nobody cares about that. That innocent people are having their names smeared by this fool. The Hill, special counsel Mueller, is interested in Jared Kushner's attempts to secure foreign financing for his real estate company during the presidential transition. CNN reported on Monday. So... I don't know. Did he confer 20% of America's control over our own uranium to the Russians? No. How come nobody's under investigation for that? But there was an excellent piece in a publication or a site called lawandcrime.com that didn't get the credit it deserved, and a lot of people plagiarized from it, in my opinion, by a gentleman by the name of Robert Barnes. I don't I don't know who Robert Barnes is, but he's a sharp dude. He's a California-based trial lawyer, focuses on constitutional law, criminal and civil rights, and blah, blah. But he wrote it at 8.02 a.m. on February 17th. 
He wrote, Special Counsel Robert Mueller indicted foreign citizens for trying to influence the American public about an election because those citizens did not register as foreign agents nor record their financial expenditures to the Federal Elections Commission. By that theory, when will Robert Mueller indict Christopher Steele, Fusion GPS, Perkins Coy, the DNC, and the Clinton campaign? Follow this. Mueller's indictment against 13 Russian trolls claimed their social media political activity was criminal because they were foreign citizens, they tried to influence an election, and they neither registered under the Foreign Agents Registration Act nor reported their funding to the Federal Elections Commission. First, if Mr. Mueller's theory is correct, three things make Christopher Steele a criminal. First, he is a foreign citizen. Second, he tried to influence an election, which he received payments to do, including from the FBI itself. And third, he neither registered as a foreign agent nor listed his receipts and expenditures to the Federal Election Commission. Also, according to the FBI, along the way, still lied a lot. Well, the dossier he disseminated contained its, contained its own lies based on bought and paid for smears from foreign sources relying on rumors and innuendo. Second, if Mueller's theory is correct, three things make Fusion GPS a criminal co-conspirator. It knew Steele was a foreign citizen. It knew and paid Steele to influence an election. And it knew and facilitated Steele, neither registering as a foreign agent nor reporting his funding from the DNC and the Clinton campaign to the FEC. Third, if Mueller's theory is correct, then three things make Perkins Coy the law firm a potential target. It knew Steele was a foreign citizen. It knew and paid Steele to influence an election. And it knew and facilitated Steele, neither registering as a foreign agent, nor reporting his influence, uh, excuse me, his funding from the DNC and the Clinton campaign to the FEC. Fourth, I'm trying to get through this. If Mueller's theory is correct, then three things make the DNC a potential target. This is very important, folks. It knew Steele was a foreign citizen. It knew and paid Steele to influence an election. It knew and facilitated Steele, neither registering as a foreign agent, nor reporting his funding from the DNC and the Clinton campaign to the FEC. Fifth, if Mueller's theory is correct, three things make the Clinton... <coughs> All right, I'll just shoot straight with you. I have terrible asthma right now. It was brought on by the flu. And I'm trying to get into a pulmonologist today. I'll get into a pulmonologist tomorrow. Just is what it is. I apologize, but uh, we continue to plow ahead here. <clears throat> you know, I'm not supposed to say anything, but it's obvious, isn't it? But the, uh, the lawyer goes on. Don't expect any of these indictments. Mueller chose his targets because he knows they will never appear in court. And this is something I mentioned on Friday. Never contest the charges and cannot be arrested or extradited as Russian citizens. Mueller's unprecedented prosecution raises three novel arguments. First, that speaking out about American politics requires a foreign citizen to register under the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Second, that speaking out about American politics requires a foreign citizen li list their source and expenditure of funding to the FEC. And third, 
that mistakes on visa applications constitute fraud on the State Department. All appear to borrow from the now discredited honest services theories Mueller's team previously used in corporate and bribery cases, cases the Supreme Court overturned for their unconstitutional vagueness. Now, I particularly like what this gentleman wrote, because I said essentially the same thing on Friday. This is a bogus case. These 13 indictments are of serious constitutional um, doubt. Serious constitutional doubt. And moreover, they'll never see the light of day because these people will never be brought into American courts. They're operating out of Russia. And as I also pointed out Friday, they try to interfere with our election and we bring phony indictments. Is that what Mueller has? Is that where Mueller is? No. He's trampsing around looking for other laws because there's so many laws out there. Financial laws, tax laws. He's looking for whatever he can to smear as many people around Trump as he possibly can. To break them financially. To ruin them publicly with leaks to the media. This is what he and this guy Weissman and all these other clowns are known for. In order to... uh, to get some scalps, whether they deserve it or not. That's what's going on here. It's an absolute miscarriage of justice. And Rod Rosenstein is a buffoon. I watched him. He is a quintessential bureaucratic hack. How he became Deputy Attorney General, who recommended him, I will never know. Because he's part of the same crowd, part and parcel of the same mentality. He gave that press release. He was so excited. He's telling about all the front groups and the these groups and the that groups. Oh, so what? You want to deal with Russian interference in our election? Then you commit acts of cyber warfare against them. And to show you what a coward Rod Rosenstein is. To show you what a coward this guy Mueller is. To show you what cowards all those prosecutors are. Notice who they didn't indict with one of their phony indictments. Vladimir Putin, who's behind it all. Why didn't they indict him? They keep talking about indicting Trump, obstruction of justice. What's with these tough guys? They're not tough guys. They're buffoons. They're morons. With incredible power. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If this guy Mueller takes action against the president or doesn't take action but uses the phrase obstruction of justice against the president to serve as a basis for impeachment and so forth, there are going to be tens of millions of us who are not going to take that sitting down. We're just not. We can't tolerate a silent coup. I see the same thing going on in Israel. There was an excellent piece by Caroline Glick, somebody I have enormous respect for, at Breitbart News. What was it, a week ago, Rich? Something like that? She laid it all out. Do you know that Prime Minister's been under 
like 20 investigations during his 12 years off and on as prime minister. They've been trying to take him out from day one. They're accusing him of things that he didn't even do. And they're accusing him of things that were impossible for him to do because he wasn't even in office at the time. It doesn't matter. And then you build up this frenzy in the public. You realize half or more than half of the American people want Donald Trump indicted or want Donald Trump impeached because of what the media have done to this country. The media aren't watching government. The media are fronting for this Praetorian Guard. This Praetorian Guard media is fronting for the left in this government. And I blame Rod Rosenstein for the whole damn thing. To appoint Comey's buddy, he knows the guy's Look, Robert Mueller blew the anthrax case. Five years. Five years he's smearing a guy. For five years. He knew it was the wrong guy. Has never apologized to him. Ever. Even though the Department of Justice paid him almost $6 million, that is the person whose reputation was destroyed by Mueller, Mueller knew at one point that he had the wrong guy, but he wouldn't admit it. And that's what we're dealing with here. By the way, I want to salute the Southern Boone School District in Missouri. Boone County, Missouri, after tragedy at a high school in South Florida, police in Southern Boone County are taking action. The Ashland Police Department announced on Friday it will be placing an officer in school buildings in the Southern Boone School District at various times during school hours. Quote, after this last event that occurred in Florida, we decided, you know what? We want the community to know that it's very important to us that the kids are safe, said Ashland Police Chief Lynn Wolford. That the parents can go to work and know that their kids are safe. Wolford said a different off-duty officer will be present during random hours while school is in session. Will be at different buildings throughout the day. We don't want to present a plan so that somebody can try and work around the plan, he said. Right now, the school district is one school resource officer from the Boone County Sheriff's Office. He splits his time among the four school buildings. He said, any time I can get a police officer in our buildings, it's a win-win, said Superintendent Chris Felmley. Makes our buildings safer, and it also gives our kids a great opportunity to interact positively with law enforcement. Now, that's a superintendent I would like in my county. But no, no. Left-wing kooks. Wolfers said the officers will begin stopping by the schools next Tuesday as there's no school in session on Monday. Said the officers will be in place through the end of the school year and beyond. We're going to evaluate as we go along, he said. Maybe there's a better way to do it so that for next year we have a better plan because this is pretty short notice. Wow. Outstanding. We salute the Southern Boone School District in Missouri. Smarter than every member of Congress put together. Smarter of every phony media personality put together. They're not waiting around. They're saying, yeah, we know how to protect our kids. We're going to put a cop in here. They'll move around randomly. So any would-be killer won't know when they're here. Just like the U.S. Marshals on our airplanes, on our jetliners. The next time you see your member of Congress, ladies and gentlemen, when you go through all the Metal detectors, when you go through all the <clears throat> the physical barriers that we're not allowed to have in our borders and so forth, you go around the you go through the physical barriers, you go through the metal detectors, you're 
You're patted down and on and on and on until you can see your memory of Congress. Ask your memory of Congress. If this is good enough for you, why isn't 10% of this good enough for our kids in our schools? Why you and not them? You should go to your school boards all over the country. I was a school board member when I was a young guy. Got elected when I was 19 and sworn in when I was 20. We used to populate these school assembly rooms. You ought to get organized, go into these school districts, go to these school board meetings, and demand that they protect these schools. Now's the time to do it. Let CNN focus on the kids marching. You focus on protecting the kids. Levinites. Levinites all over the country. The grassroots, Tea Party activists, Reaganites. All over the country. Go into these school board meetings. Politely, civilly. And insist that they protect those schools with people who know what they're doing. And protect those kids. So the next time one of these pieces of crap walks in there and starts shooting, they're put down. Put down. That's what needs to be done. Everybody out there talking about, we need to assess our culture. Okay, assess it. Assess it. But isn't it interesting? Most of us wouldn't even contemplate doing what these mass killers do. So assess the culture. Fine by me. But assess specific, real-world security needs that we have in these schools. If we continue to leave it to the NEA and the AFT, if we continue to leave it to the PTAs and the PTOs, if we continue to leave it to the liberal bureaucratic school superintendents, and if we continue to leave it to liberal Democrats on these school boards, now there will be more slaughters. You want to fix it? Get people in these schools who know how to protect our kids. Just like there are people on Capitol Hill who know how to protect members of Congress. Just like there are people on our airlines who know how to protect us. I mean, hell, we have a whole TSA system, right? Well, shouldn't we have some system in place, locally, to protect our kids? You know, more than a security guard who's unarmed? Yeah, I think so. I'll be right back. America's Constitutional Convention, The Mark Levin Show. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Cybercrime is getting worse every day. You hear about credit card theft, tax fraud, medical identity theft. The list goes on, doesn't it? But you don't need to stop using technology. You just need a new kind of identity protection. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I found the best-in-class service. It's my ID care. Now, they used to only cover Fortune 500 companies and huge organizations, but their stellar service is now available to we, the people, like you and me. It's a first. You know, hoping you won't fall victim isn't a protection strategy. And credit freezes aren't enough. They won't help you with tax fraud or other types of ID theft. You and your family need the best protection possible, so I've gone out and I've gotten it. It's my ID care. 
MyIDCare covers you for the nine types of identity theft with highly personal service. I spoke with their great CEO, Tom Kelly, and he's so committed to your protection that he provides a 100% identity recovery guarantee or your money back. Learn more and get 15% off. You can go online or you can call their toll-free number. Get 15% off at myidcare.com. Use promo code MARK. you got to use my name. Promo code MARK. That's myidcare. Promo code MARK. Or you can call their number. 866-334-3084. And they're there right now. That's 866-334-3084. Or visit myidcare.com and use promo code MARK. I'll say it again so you can write it down. MyIDCare.com, promo code MARK, or call 866-334-3084. Let MyIDCare care for you, just like they care for me and my family. A couple other things. I want to remind you, this Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific, the inaugural program of my Fox TV show, Life, Liberty, and Levin. I hope, I hope you'll watch it. I have a wonderful guest, and I know you're going to enjoy the show. I also want you to know March 7th is my two-year anniversary for doing Levin TV. You know, I've done over 400 episodes. So in honor of that date, we've set up $20 off for new Levin TV customers with promo code LEVIN2, L-E-V-I-N2. So you call 844-LEVIN-TV, 844-L-E-V-I-N-TV, and you tell them that you want to join us over at Levin TV and CRTV and give them code LEVIN2. Just say LEVIN2, and that'll get it done. All right? Um, Let's see, what else can I tell you? I will be at CPAC on Saturday. I believe it's 10 a.m. I hope you'll be there. We always have a great time. I always try and meet each and every one of you. Uh, It'll be a unique format. Um, CPAC, the American Conservative Union, has asked my wife, Julie, to question me, and she will, and she in her own right is a lawyer, a solid conservative, and uh, it ought to be very entertaining and very interesting for you. And I'd like you to meet her, too. So I hope you'll be there 10 a.m. Saturday at CPEC. I missed anything? No, we've got a lot going on, a lot of good stuff going on. Let's take some calls. Uh, let's go to Steve in Los Angeles, the great 870 AM, The Answer, KRLA. Go ahead. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my phone call. I hope you feel better. Thank you. Um, I don't feel, Mark, that we can pass a federal law that's going to stop mass killings, but I do think that we may be able to at least limit the amount of carnage that these crazy people can inflict <clears throat> in such a short amount of time. Um, and I think you know what I mean. The, 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 um, I'm not I, a mind reader. I want everybody to tell me what they mean. Go ahead. Um, I don't know what they is. I think that, that the, um, the ammo clips that hold 30, 50 clips, uh, bullets, I think that that's just crazy. I also think, and please tell me you agree with me on this, that in eight... Make your case. Don't beg me to agree with you. Okay, I'll tell you whether I agree with you or not. I have no idea what you're going to say. Okay, I was going to say, I, I found it ironic. I, I did not agree that an 18-year-old can buy a rifle, but an 18-year-old cannot buy a beer. For crying out loud, at least let's make it 21 years old. Why do you think this is going to fix anything? I, I don't understand people. So we add three years to the age. 
<clears throat> that would have stopped this guy. Sir, are you aware there are gangs roaming around this country? You can't go in certain parts of our inner cities after midnight when it gets dark because they're roaming around in our cities with illegal weapons where they can murder you right on the spot? Do you think these age elements are going to make a difference? I want to make it harder on these kids. I think if this kid was not... You don't make it harder on anybody. The fact of the matter is we have to accept the fact that there's evil in this country, and we must protect our kids. And if you feel comfortable just saying, okay, we'll raise the age from 18 to 21, and you can only buy a gun that fires one bullet and so forth and so on, I'm telling you, no, I'm not comfortable with that. We know the best way to protect our children. Why don't we do it? It's the best way to protect Capitol Hill. It's the best way to protect the White House. It's the best way to protect our airplanes. It's the best way to protect every place we want to protect. Except our schools. Now, sir, can you tell me why that is? Because that's not a federal issue, Mark. The federal government has no business in the schools. It's not a federal issue. I'm talking about protecting our children. In, in You're exactly right. It's a local issue. The states, I agree with you on the guns. I think that every, the schools should have armed guards at damn near every door. But that's individual states and counties and cities that need to pass those laws. I agree with that. So what is the federal government passing a law saying you can only have a weapon of the kind that was used, an AR-15, if you're 21 or older? So what do you think that kid's going to do? What do you think he's going to do? I think that kid might have maybe not bought that weapon at this point. Maybe he would have got well, it. Well, he may not have bought it from a gun shop, but he'd get another weapon from somebody else. No, Mark, you can't buy drugs in this country. Even though we know that people that use drugs are going to take them, we still How about that? Isn't that interesting? We're just trying to make it harder on them. I want it harder for some And by the way, we're not trying to make it harder on them. We actually have states that are legalizing certain drugs now. Oh, that's pot. I'm talking about real drugs. Oh, okay. I just think, you know, I'm not for legalizing drugs because I want to make it harder on kids. Sir, buy. what I'm saying to you is this. You tell a nut like this, you got to be 21 until you can buy an AR-15. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, then he'll buy something else. He may very well have, but he may have not. So you're not going to protect anybody. Well, the only thing that would have stopped this guy is the FBI, and they could have stopped him, and they didn't. Um, he didn't do anything illegal. How could they have stopped him? Posting online. Sir, when you make a threat to kill people, do you know that's a crime? I know it's a crime because I've had people prosecuted for threatening to kill me. Do you know it's a crime? Yes, sir. Specific, specific threats are a crime. General threats are not. I no, you're wrong. If somebody says, I'm going to shoot up a school, you need to sit down. You need to find if they purchase any weapons. You need to alert the school districts, particularly the school districts around the area and so forth and so on. You want to track them down, and there are many laws that can apply. So you're wrong. Well, I don't think I am, but I do appreciate you taking my Well, I know in my own case. Well, Mark, I know that this gentleman... I had the... I mean, Pennsylvania delivered a guy to Virginia. Well, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but there are ways to deal with this. But if you think we're going to pass a law on this guy, look, you've got to be 21 until... Well, let me ask you this. What if he waits till he's 21 to do it? Does that change anything? Well, I hope he comes to his senses or gets... Oh, okay. Well, they don't. All right, thanks for your call. All right. Lisa, Lantana, Florida, the great WJNO. Go ahead. Hey, how you 
you doing? I just finished a big gulp from 7-Eleven on a lighter note, and I want you to know that I love Lenny. Well, you know, in some cities that's illegal, but go right ahead. <laughs> and the interns, and uh, Mr. Producer. So I listen to you at WGNO at 4 o'clock every afternoon when I go for it. So anyway, I, I yeah, guess when I, we're not when we're not preempted, but go ahead. <laughs> and um, you're right. There, there's no laws. There's nothing. But I guess I was kind of, and I knew like the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and law and I, and and culture. You just mentioned in the last caller culture. And going back to the culture of the Bill of Rights, there was muskets. Okay, the kid could have had a musket. You're right, but in five minutes. He would have probably killed one person. Yes, people would still die. You're right. All right, slow, slow down. You're confusing me. What do muskets have to do with anything? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. What do muskets have to do with anything? Oh, because I was saying it, with the Bill of Rights and the Founding Fathers. The uh, Bill of Rights is, or is the word muskets in the Bill of Rights? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Musket. No, it's is not. the word musket in the Bill of Rights? Tell me, is the word TV, are the words TV network in the First Amendment? You're absolutely right. I think precedent sets law, and I believe everybody in the United States has blood on their hands. I really No, do. they don't. No, they don't. Precedence. Why does everybody in the United States have blood on their hands? Because we set precedence with law. The what do you right. mean we set precedence with law? I'm not, I'm not a lawmaker. Are you a lawmaker? We vote. Yeah, I vote, and most of the people who get elected, I don't even vote for. So what? All right, get off the phone. I can only take so much of this. Okay? So everybody's at fault. Just raise the age to 21. That'll fix it. So you wait till you're 21 to shoot up the place. Does that make people happy? Oh, no, no. You can only buy a weapon that shoots one bullet. Well, who the hell's going to buy a weapon that shoots one bullet if you want to slaughter 40 kids? Well, Mark, what's your solution? I've said over and over and over again, if there is a solution, you defend our children. You protect our children. Like you protect congressmen. Like you protect people in airlines. And on and on down the list. It's good enough for them. It's good enough for our kids. We need a federal law. The federal law to do what? To do what? Jason, Dallas, Texas, the great WBAP, go. Hey, Mark, I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, well, not really, but thank you anyway. Just wanted to reach out. You know, I'm an, I'm an administrator at a high school here in, in, in North Texas, and, you know, I see a lot of stuff that, that a lot of kids that come into the into the school um, emotionally disturbed, uh, mental illnesses, and it, it, it would surprise a lot of parents you know, what takes place in these school buildings, and, and yet we are required to educate these students that shouldn't even be on this campus due to federal and state laws. Now, this kid was expelled, remember? He, he was expelled, uh, but there are incidents, if you look, read between the lines and so forth, there's a lot of times that these kids shouldn't even be in the campus. They need to be, they need to be housed somewhere else where they can get the, uh, the, 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 the services that, would, that hopefully will help them in the long run. Um, but uh, I was told you know, was some people are evil. I don't care how many services they get. They're they're uh, rabid dogs. I agree, but at least they're kept out of the school system. They need to be maintaining the mental health. Well, he was kept out of the school system, too. 
He shot two people, walked into the school, and started slaughtering people. He'd been expelled. Yeah, yes, sir. The big point I will make is I think it gets back to families. We have we have a breakdown in the families here, and parents got to start. All right, all right listen, listen to me, listen to me. Let's say we have a breakdown of families. Let's say it's video games. Let's say it's mental issues. Let's say it's all those things. We are never going to be able to parse through all those things. There's not enough lawmen in the whole world to parse through all those things. Social workers in the whole world to parse through all those things. FBI agents in the whole world to parse through all those things, despite what the federal judges might do and everybody else might do. You need to defend the classroom. You need to defend the classroom against all comers. Part of it. You know, the state of Texas has uh, passed a law about three or four years ago where you can have school marshals in the uh, in the schools now. Which is you have school marshals in your schools? I, no, I do not. A lot of no, you don't. And you're an assistant administrator, right? Correct. Uh huh. Well, why don't you have school marshals in your school? Yeah, that comes from that comes from central office, which is your superintendent. Exactly. Central office liberals. They don't want to do these things. Anyway, my friend, thanks for calling. I'll be right back. Mud Lovin. Every business needs great people and a better way to find them. Something better than posting your job online and just praying for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. Now, these invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just a day. One day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. Yep, for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-E-V-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash L-E-V-I-N. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you heard of a proposal yet that makes sense to you? Seriously. Have you heard a proposal yet that makes sense to you? By the way, what is with this Rex Tillerson? He wants to negotiate with Hezbollah. He wants to negotiate with the North Koreans. Doesn't he get it? Isn't he tired of being Neville Chamberlain? Maybe you ought to see that movie, The Darkest Hour on Churchill. Maybe that'll wake him up from his uh, obvious stupor, in my humble opinion. Maybe not. Roger, Bolingbrook, Illinois, the great WLS. Go! Hey, Mark, um, I'll tell you what, here's the honest truth of it. Now, I'm a convicted felon. All right. And I live maybe 30 minutes from Chicago. Now, mm-hmm. what's it take a law-abiding citizen to get a gun? you got to get a background check. you got to get, uh, you know, a three-day waiting period. You know what? I can drive into Chicago and pick one up tonight. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Nobody, and, and Chicago has probably the strictest gun control laws in the nation. And I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to have a gun at all. But 
it's easier for me to get a gun than it is for you. And this is, this is the point about illegal immigration, the illegal purchasing of guns, the illegal purchasing of drugs. It doesn't mean you, you don't have some base of laws, some standard. But when you start ratcheting down, ratcheting down, ratcheting down, what's happening now is that the media, the left, Democrats, and many Republicans <clears throat> are looking to address a public outcry to deal with this. And rather than focus this on where it needs to be focused actually protecting our children where they go to school, we get into these idiotic debates over, <clears throat> well, you ought to be 21, well, you ought to this, and well, you ought to that, which would have no consequence whatsoever, particularly in a case like this, or these other cases, you know, where the, where, where the leads were blown. The leads were literally blown. What were you convicted of, by the way? Well, I was convicted 25 years ago of unlawful discharge of a firearm. Okay. So I, I can't have one anymore, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I understand the law. I'm not out to break the laws, but I'm saying if I wanted to, mm-hmm. it's easier for a convicted felon to go get a gun because I'm just going to buy it off the street. And they're mm-hmm. everywhere, Mark, everywhere. They're so easy to get. All you need is cash. All you need is cash. Maybe you got to know a little bit about the neighborhood in Chicago. But, uh, you know, I was a limo driver for years. Now, like I said, I'm not out to break the law. I know all the neighborhoods in Chicago. No, it's good you called in and give us some information. All right, Roger, appreciate it. WLS Lynn. I love Chicago Lynn. We'll be right back. From the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Listen to the Polk County, Florida Sheriff. Grady Judd on Fox News Saturday. Cut 11, go. But I can tell you this, at least two coaches were killed standing in front of and trying to protect kids. Don't you believe it would be a game changer if they had a gun to defend the children? I do. Here's the basic math. The average shooter is finished with his evil deed in two to five minutes. We study these things. In fact, in Broward County, it was three minutes. The average police response is plus five minutes. When 911's call, the shooter is on the campus wreaking havoc. That's too late. We have got to wake up. Wake up and understand that we have to have more than one, that we have to have specially trained people that have concealed firearms that can run to the threat and protect our children. They're our most important resource. I submit to you, there is not one parent that wouldn't have taken a gun and run onto that campus that day in order to save those children. All we're saying is let us screen the staff 
find the ones that have past military yep. experience, Absolutely. past law enforcement experience, that are avid gun handlers anyway. Let us identify them. This is such common sense. This is why you will not find these answers in Washington, D.C. They're going to push a political, ideological agenda, not a rational law enforcement agenda. And law enforcement is about safety. That's what it's about. Unbelievable to me. Sheriff Grady Judd, Polk County, Florida. He couldn't be more right off. And yet, this apparently doesn't resonate very well. We have Republicans. and uh, Listen to Carlos Curbelo. This guy's a Republican from Florida on ABC's This Week. Cut nine, go. After the Pulse nightclub uh, shooting, I introduced bipartisan legislation to prevent those on the no-fly, no-buy list from having instant access to dangerous weapons. Hey, what does this guy have to do with the no-fly, no-buy list? Nothing. You can have the no-fly, no-buy list, the mental patient list, the under-21 list. You can have all the lists you want. The sheriff is right. I might add. I'm right. Go ahead. Las Vegas a shooting. I filed bipartisan legislation to ban bump stocks. What we need is congressional leaders. So let's stop. Bump stocks weren't used in this case. The other lists he's talking about had nothing to do with this case. So none of his legislation would have stopped the murder of 17 people in this case. So he's always going to be chasing the latest mass murder with some new law on guns. Rather than Congress encouraging school districts, localities, counties, states to use their power. How many times have I talked about this? Federalism. Experiment with different methods. But by God, protect the schools. But when you're a United States senator, a United States congressman, even if you've talked about federalism your whole life and all the rest of it, all of a sudden, look, we need common sense, something. They have no common sense. These have nothing to do with common sense. Nothing. I even look at the Las Vegas case. I don't even know how much closer we are to figuring all that out. All of a sudden, you don't hear a damn thing about it. But here we have a hotel where a guy's bringing an arsenal of weapons into his hotel room. And nobody sees a damn thing. Day in and day out, he's bringing rifles. He's bringing ammunition. Well, we don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on? What if he was carrying massive explosives in those bags? He could have blown up half the hotel. What then? A new law by Congress? I suppose. Outlawing blowing up hotels, maybe. It's not the only one. Romney. Romney's going to be the biggest pain in the ass to conservatives you can possibly imagine. Now he's going to get his, uh, his positive media attention. Guy's a loser. Lost to Obama. The only guy who could lose to Obama, he loses to Obama. Now he's the great savior. Raised in Michigan, 
elected governor in Massachusetts, loses to Obama. Now he's from Utah, by way of California. Oh, Romney, good. His feet are firmly planted in the air. Then we have Bernie Sanders on Meet the Depressed. Whoever thought 20 years ago that we'd have a leading communist? That's right, I said it. Okay, 45% of the Democrat Party vote and be somebody who the media go to. Cut 10, go. I believe that we should not be selling assault weapons in this country. These weapons are not for hunting. They are for killing human beings. These Do you are know what an AR-15 is, dummy? It's really not that more powerful than a 22. And people do use it for hunting. It's basically a deer rifle. But you know what? No amount of facts are in there. People make up their... They're not going to care. Go ahead. Weapons? I do not know why we have 5 million of them running around the United States of America. So of course we have to do that. Of course we have to make it harder for people to be able to purchase weapons. We have people now... Now, by the way, this guy used to be pro-Second Amendment in Vermont, as you can imagine. Tiny state with no people. Go ahead. ...are on uh, terrorist uh, watch lists right. who can purchase a, a weapon. Right, we've talked about this over and over again. There are people on terrorist watch lists who shouldn't be on terrorist watch lists. Maybe we should secure the border from terrorists, Bernie? What do you Democrats and liberals think about that, huh? Maybe we should keep people from coming into this country who come from countries where terrorism is is uh, spreading all over the place? No, 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 no. We need a terrorist watch list. Okay, fine. But there are people on the terrorist watch list who aren't terrorists. The terrorists are on the terrorist watch list. Does this, does this even sound rational to you? If somebody's a terrorist and they're on the watch list, go arrest them. We shouldn't even have a gun debate. There's a terrorist watch list? For God's sakes, if it's a terrorist, get them and prosecute them. We got the terrorist uh, watch list. Call the terrorist action list. How about that? Friday, they were blaming Trump. Now they're blaming the NRA. It's the NRA's fault. Before that... uh, not the school district for failing to fortify these schools rationally. No, no, no. Can't turn to the schools. Can't turn to the school districts. No, no. Whatever you do, don't mention the FBI. No, no, no. Come on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sense to anybody. Bottom line here, Republicans are going to have to say that it's more important to protect... The- oh, so it's the fault of Republicans. It's the fault of Republicans. Trump, the NRA, and Republicans. Every time there's a mass killing, it's Trump, the NRA, and Republicans. Except, of course, if it's an illegal alien, then they don't want to know butkus. They don't want to know that the guy's an illegal alien. Except if it's a recent refugee, say, from Syria or from uh, Iraq. Now, you don't want to know nothing about that. Uh, We don't want to know. You know, behave yourselves. Don't read anything into it. Like the Boston Massacre that took, hey, could have happened, anybody, you know, it's a problem here. They don't want to know anything about that. Go ahead. This country, then to antagonize the NRA. Are they prepared to do that? I surely hope they are. Antagonize the NRA. Whew. 
We can't get anywhere with clowns like this, with left-wing goons like this. They don't support local law enforcement. That's the problem. The NEA and the AFT do not want these police in the schools. The liberal school boards, let's be honest, do not want the police in the schools. The goofy PTAs and PTOs don't want the police in the schools. That's the problem. So you look at this amorphous, hey, gun control, hey, gun, hey, gun control. That'll, hey, you ought to be 21. So let's say the guy's 21, what does that fix? Only one round per gun. Well, they're not going to buy that gun, now are they? Makes no sense, none of it. But don't worry, Carlos Corbello, whoever the hell that is, Backbencher from Florida, Republican. He's got, look, I've introduced this, I introduced this. Tommy Clown, have you introduced anything to defend the schools? Ah, it's a local matter. I'll be right back. Mud Lovin. bounce back and forth between the horrific slaughter in Florida and the pathetic joke that is the Mueller indictments and the pathetic joke that is Mueller and the pathetic joke that is Rod Rosenstein. Here we have Jay Johnson on the pathetic joke that is the Morning Joe Schmo Show uh, on, you know, why the hell didn't you guys do more about Obama? I mean... You don't seem to have done very much. Cut five, go. Obviously, a lot of uh, Democrats and Republicans keep asking the same question. Why didn't President Obama act more aggressively when he had information on the Russians trying to interfere in our elections? What's the answer to that? Well, Joe, Mika, you have to really put yourself back in the situation room in 2016 with what we knew at the time. Uh, And this is a debate, frankly, I've been having with Adam for the last eight months. And so you have to to also put things in various different buckets. The hacking became clear, and it became clear that this was something personally ordered by Vladimir Putin by late summer 2016. The priority... Stop! Ladies and gentlemen, if it was personally ordered by Vladimir Putin, of which there's no doubt, but now we have a top official in the Obama administration that confirms it. The fact that Mr. Mueller did not indict Vladimir Putin. Listen to me, because I want all the big mouth hosts tomorrow to repeat it. The fact that Vladimir Putin did not charge, uh, excuse me, that Vladimir Putin was not charged with the same offenses as these trollers. Shows you what a joke Mueller is, and what a joke Rosenstein is. They didn't indict the kingpin. They didn't indict the mob boss. They didn't indict the man, the invisible hand behind the scene. Because they're cowards. Because they're unserious people. Go ahead. To tell the American people we were dealing with a variety of cross considerations about whether to inject ourselves into a very heated political campaign and whether the national security apparatus of our government should be 
put itself in a position where we could be accused of taking sides. But nevertheless, we did tell the American public on October 7th. That was a statement that Jim Clapper and I issued. It didn't get the attention that it should have, frankly, on October 7th. Have you heard more rambling than that? And then you had Meek in the background. Right. She's right. Right. And I want to mention something that I consider very troubling that's going on, particularly with CNN and the rest of the media. You have these distraught children in this school who are now being exploited by the media. And it is very, very troubling to me what's taking place. And over at the Federalist, which is an excellent website, they point this out. Stop putting traumatized teenagers on television. Our job as adults is to help them protect kids who survived school shootings, not ask them to lead us at their own peril, writes David Marcus. There's little new about the horrific school shooting in Parkland, Florida that left 17 people dead. We've seen it all before. The cocktail of a disturbed young man, access to guns, to society that de- devalues life, mixed to create another national tragedy. <coughs> But this time, there's a new wrinkle that many proponents of gun control hope will tip the scales in their favor. This time, the kids who survived are speaking out on television and at rallies. The children are taking the lead to denounce America's laws about guns and push for political change. What are putting traumatized teenagers, mere days removed from a shocking, life-changing event, in front of cameras and crowds is not healthy? We thought that through? The day after the mass shooting, we first started seeing students appear on news. Scan hours before, they'd been huddled in classrooms, fearing for their lives. On television, most were possessed of calmness, even when they broke down to tears. A generation brought up to broadcast their lives on social media knew instinctively how to handle being on TV and present themselves to an electronic world. First interviewers asked what they had seen and gone through, how they were feeling, then something, something changed. The kids began to be asked what they thought could be done about it. In some cases, it was the students themselves who seemed to want to discuss policy. These young people's bravery and eloquence was impressive and an opportunity. By the weekend after the shooting, news outlets were interviewing sincere teenagers about gun policy and reporting on the Never Again movement that they were launching in the march they planned planned for next month. We can see where this is going. What happens in six months when CNN isn't calling for interviews? They aren't gaining thousands of Twitter followers a day. Congress does this, that, or the other. And it goes on. You know, so now we're exploiting the kids. The media are exploiting the kids, the usual perpetrators, the lib media, because this is what they do. They exploit kids whether it's for abortion or whether it's after abortion. Paul, Kirkwood, New York, Sirius Satellite. How are you, sir? Very good, sir. I completely agree with your uh, having a security force for every school. This should be mandatory. But from what I see as a retired 30-year law enforcement is there was a jurisdictional jurisdictional issue here with 
the mental health not re not reporting, the sheriff's department not reporting when they've been called to the home multiple times, the FBI dropping the ball. This kid had multiple corners of the triad, and you know what that is. That's what the FBI profiler unit uh, denotes for serial killers and sociopaths and like that that should have flagged something. There should have been a database where everybody should have been able to be aware of this issue. Yeah, I agree. It's it, it's absolutely terrible. And I, I don't know what else could have been done when you have two citizens reveal the guy's name, tell the FBI what he intends to do or what he's threatening to do. Uh, local law enforcement was very, very well aware of who he was. He'd been expelled from school. I just don't think our focus is in the right place here. Thank you, officer. Appreciate it. We'll be right back. Making conservatism great again. Dial in now. 877-381-3811. Do you know what the word college actually means? The word college means partnership. A place where professors and students work together, respectfully debate, and exchange ideas in a search for what is true. But most colleges today just indoctrinate students in liberal ideology. They don't allow the students to think for themselves or speak freely. Hillsdale College, well, they're different. Hillsdale students debate ideas openly and honestly. They pursue truth together with their professors in a respectful manner. And I'll tell you something else that's different at Hillsdale. They don't have riots. Why? Because every student at Hillsdale lives by an honor code. Here it is. A Hillsdale College student is honorable in conduct. Honest in word and deed, dutiful in study and service, and respectful of the rights of others. Through education, the students rise to self-government. That's it. Whether they study business, economics, history, music, or any of the dozens of other majors, Hillsdale students also become excellent citizens. The stellar education they receive, coupled with that honor code, produces some pretty amazing human beings, folks. Learn more. At levinforhillsdale.com, that's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. All right, I'm losing my voice, so now it's up to you. Let's have some really good calls. Mary, North Wales, Pennsylvania, the great WNTP, go. Hi, Mark, how are you? It's, it's an honor to talk to you. Um, Thank you. I was just calling in, you know, listening as we have for the last week on this, the whole gun control debate. Um, what's frustrating to me is I've been hearing this nonsense for at least long before these mass school shootings started, like from like the mid-1980s, and the whole gun control thing is still going on. And the thing that that I think the root of the whole thing of this is, with you hear people having conversations about this. I think that the fact is here, people don't want to hear the truth. People were having a conversation at work last week after all of this happened, and they kept saying, well, you know, they have to do a better job with the background checks, and this kid wouldn't have got a gun. I said, wait a second. I moved from New Jersey, who had some of the most restrictive gun laws in the country, and what you need to go through 
to obtain a gun in the state of New Jersey? I know I went through that. I'm a gun owner. When you ask people that question, it's dead silence. I said, you Tell have me, is, no... Is New Jersey safer than Utah? Uh, Which no. has the best, the best pro-gun laws in America? Right. And I said to them, if you, you don't know, if you don't have a firearm, if you never purchased a gun in New Jersey, you don't know what people go through. And I said, you know what the reality here of this is? It doesn't matter how restrictive your gun laws are, how many you have. You are not going to prevent someone from committing mass murder. If this kid didn't have a gun, if he never bought one, never laid eyes on one, he was going to find another way to commit mass murder. People do not want to hear this. They don't want to hear it. And in the meantime, the hand-wringing continues, the analysis continues, but as everybody keeps on going on, this is going to happen again. And it just, the conversation is the same over and over and I, I over. Want, I want to hear the next time this happens that a guy comes in, he starts shooting, and then somebody else kills him. Right. I know that sounds harsh, but it's not. It's the right, right. thing. Right. Oh, and how many oh. instances, you know, the general public, you hear stories all the time. Oh, well, this person, they shot the guy who's just trying to break in his house. And, but that's not allowed. It's always the gun's fault. I said, no, you know what? You have a right as an American citizen to own a gun. It's a Second Amendment right. And these people look at you like you're nuts. I said, do you people not even know what the Constitution says? Do you know what it says? Look, here, and the other thing is, is uh, the simple defense. It's not simple, but the process of defending our kids in schools is like defending people anywhere. Like members of Congress, like people who want to get on an airplane, and so exactly. forth and so on. And we all know, and I said, you know what, and more gun laws aren't going to matter. And I said, you know what, if we got rid of half of Congress, we'd be making... We, we just know. had a member of Congress talking about all the legislation he's introduced after every one of these things. He's a Republican from uh, Corbello, or whatever his name is, from Florida. And every one he introduced would have had no effect on what just took place. Exactly. And, it, and it's frightening. And if, if people would vote for the right people, if we get, get rid of half of the idiots we have in Congress, we go a long way to getting somewhere. And I said retired military, retired law enforcement in every one of our schools, guess what? That's what they're trained to do. It's protection. And people look at you like you are completely crazy. Listen, school districts need to step up now. I'm quite serious about this. Local school districts need to step up and defend their kids and protect their kids. Let CNN and all the other goofballs make whatever arguments they want to make. School districts need now to protect their kids. It's every level, a local level, state level, federal level. Until you people start taking it seriously and voting for the right people who you know are going to do the right thing, this is going to continue. And they tell me, oh, well, you know, that's just a very pessimistic outlook. I said, really? That's not pessimistic. That's what's keeping our country safe. All right, my friend. Appreciate your call. Excellent call. Chris, Green Bay, Wisconsin, our great affiliate there, the great WTAQ. How are you? Yes, sir. Mark Levin, the most intelligent person on radio, sir. A question for Aren't you. Aren't you nice? Is it, Thank you. Oh, it is, is it legal to have drugs in prison? No, of course not. Well, but, but they do anyway. So the laws aren't going to fix it. We need action, like what you said. 
we need armed guards or teams. You want teams, not just one guy, because in prisons you don't you don't want to be armed because you'll be taken over. But you have teams, like reaction teams, and in the schools, and that is the fix. Hot lead through the flesh of the perp. Done deal. I, I don't know what else he can do. I mean, they can, they can keep talking. You can pass whatever gun control law you want. After one tragedy, after the other, you know, after McVeigh, you control fertilizer. After the other nut, you control bump stock. Then the other one, you control this. You control that. You control that. But it keeps happening, and they use different methods, don't they? Yes, sir. And they can't make a website. They can't keep drugs out of prison in a secured environment. There's no hope. It's not in the laws. It's in the action that you take at the scene. That's what has to happen. And it would be a great deterrent, wouldn't it, if one of these guys was finally shot down? Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe <laughs> an alibi's torture. <laughs> you know, this is what happens to you guys. And well, well, I don't think that'll happen. All right, yeah. my friend. Thanks for your call. Let's keep rolling. Let's go to uh, Alan, Sebring, Florida, on the Mark Levin app. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, first off, I'd like to say thank you for being my voice. Uh Mine doesn't seem to be loud enough. I wish more would respond to your voice. But my my reason for calling is I don't think we have to begin with. We don't need lethal intervention in the school. I think if all the officials or all the uh, yeah the teachers and uh, yeah take anyway, your time if take they your had, time relax if they had if they, if they had a taser that Mr. Freeze that selflessly gave his life. He was close enough to have tased Cruz. And, and like if somebody's shooting bullets at you, hot lead at you, and you're running around with a taser, you got to get close to a taser, you're going to get killed. You're not going to stop that guy. Close, he was close enough to have gotten killed. <clears throat> but he would have been killed. He wouldn't have been close enough to get to him. I believe he when, could have been close enough with a taser. No. Tasers aren't going to work. You, you have to be close enough to tase a guy. And by the way, tasers on some people don't work, period. No, well, give him a gun and shoot the guy. You're going to do it? Do it. Or you extra bullets around in the air. What's I think, that? You know, the police have there aren't extra bullets around in the air. The extra bullets in the air now are coming one way. Taser, any cop will call you and tell you you wouldn't use a taser against a guy with a gun aimed at you. All right, sir. But I appreciate your call. It's just It won't work. So it's an idea, but it's not a good one. Just saying. Nothing personal. Jim, Manchester, Maryland, on Sirius Satellite. How are you? Fine, Mark. Thank God for you. Oh, thank uh, you, sir. I'm a product of the of the, uh, of the 40s and 50s. This country anymore is unrecognizable to me. That's what uh, my dad says, I'm a, too. By the I'm way. a retired police officer. I did 27 years. God bless uh, you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I'm listening to all this stuff going on. These politicians have no answers. It's crazy what they're doing. You've got brink, just two examples. You've got brink trucks transporting money. Guns are, armed guards are protecting that money. You have court uh, rooms. Armed guards are protecting the courtrooms. Nobody's protecting our children. I have a uh, carry permit. Uh, active retired police officers, a lot of us out here have them. We're not even allowed on school property. Uh, with, with a carry permit as an active or retired police officer. This is ludicrous. They're making the schools like a uh, gun-free zone. They don't. What they don't understand is the bad guy's going to come anyhow. He don't care yep. about it. He's a criminal. Yep. 
and you don't care about laws. And that's we, what they're doing. Yes, we need to protect our children, just like we protect people in courthouses and, and like we protect people at, at airports, and, and, and the list goes on. But there's no protection for children. I have grandchildren in school. This is nuts. You know, I, it, it's awful. And I can't even go to an event where, where they are and take my gun with me. I have to leave it in my vehicle. <clears throat> it was as nuts as Fort Hood, where the, where the soldiers are required to uh, disarm, unilaterally disarm, when they're not on duty, walking around the base. And, of course, what happened? That nut job, that fanatical nut job, killed 13 of them. Or 14 of them. Workplace violence. So it, it was nuts. It was beyond that. You, you and I know that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. All right, my friend, and thank you for your service. Much pre- You know who the smartest people calling this program are? Ex-cops and ex-military. They know. They know. Andrew, Sterling Heights, Michigan, on the Mark Levin app. Go ahead. Uh, good evening, Mark. Uh, I've been your listener since 2008, and you've opened uh, my eyes on many things. Uh, I was mistaken before, and I appreciate you for that. Uh, I happen to be spent half of my life under Soviets. And uh, oh, wait a minute, are you life. are you are you Russian? Uh, yes. I think uh, it might I'm be a not... crime. Uh, it might be a crime if I'm speaking to you. You understand that? Uh, yes, yes. Anyway, um, go ahead. Uh, but uh, I'm not exactly from uh, Russia, Russia. I'm from one of the, like it uh, says now, Eastern uh, European republics. Uh, which, uh, a captive nation. Yes, yes. So uh, 30 years I've been there, 30 years I'm here. And uh, being there, I always thought, uh, American government is a smart people, Western mentality, and uh, they only want business and prosperity and freedom for their people. What I learned here, uh, those Democrats, they speak exactly like communists. Yes. Absolutely, word to word. <laughs> and American people doesn't know that. But I know, because I live through that, they words like from the one book, they uh, like uh, uh, copy the same, uh, the same script or the same manual, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe, uh, I believe that uh, uh, there is, um, uh, since uh, Soviets and communism is our adversary, they inserted the operatives to spread this ideology among American population. How they do it? They cannot do it under communists. They do it under different names because Westerners would not accept communists. They accept Democrats. Let me, they... let me, let me tell you something, sir, because your point is an excellent one. The Democrat Party in this country, hardcore radical progressive leftists, are doing more damage to this country than those Russian trolls could ever dream of doing terms of eviscerating the United States military, in terms of keeping our borders open, in terms of pushing us more and more to a socialist-type economic system, undermining local law enforcement, undermining the American military, undermining a sitting president. Yes, you're right. And thank you for your call. I'll be right back. in. Here's some exciting news. Simply Safe is a company that's been around for many years. 
They've transformed into the fastest growing home security company in America. Now they protect over 2 million people. Well, they just released their brand new home security system, the all new Simply Safe. This system's been completely rebuilt and redesigned. They've added new safeguards to protect against power outages, downed Wi Fi, cut landlines, bats, hammers, everything in between. The all new Simply Safe was redesigned to be practically invisible with powerful sensors so small you'll hardly notice them. You know who will notice them? Intruders. Because Simply Safe has spent years building this system. They added so much, but you still get the same fair and honest price. 24-7 professional protection. Only $15 a month. And with Simply Safe, there are no long-term contracts, no wiring. The best cutting-edge technology. This new system is smaller, faster, stronger than anything they've built before. But supply is very limited. So go right now to simplysafemark.com and order your system. That's simplysafemark.com to protect your family and your home today. simplysafemark.com All right, well, I think it's been a very interesting program, but we'll continue. David, Rogers, Arkansas, the great KFAY, go. Hey, right. I just wanted to mention, I listen to a lot of talk radio, and no one's mentioned that uh, serial killers are probably the most prolific killers in America. None of them use guns. Uh, Ridgeway 49, Bundy 35, Gacy 33, they were, they used strangulation, maybe a knife, but very seldom was a gun in use. I'm just saying that you don't have to have an AR-15 to do a lot of damage to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. All right, my but, friend. I appreciate your call. John, Montgomery, Alabama, Sirius Satellite. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, it's an honor to be on with you. My son is following in your footsteps. He is a conservative talk show host and uh, certainly uh, admires you greatly. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, I wanted to, to make this point. I'm a retired school teacher, and, of course, we dealt with this situation. And the problem that we have, Mark, is that even if you identify the students that you have that are capable of being dangerous, if you, you have the insight on that. There's still not anything you can do to them, really. You can't kick them out of school. You can perhaps send them to a counselor or something like that, but we're in a free country, and you just can't govern people that are like this. And, and I yet this kid was honest. kicked out of school. Yeah, and this one was. That's true. And he did it afterwards, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that you can't, you can't govern idiocy. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that you can't, but uh, the ideas on the left that they've come up with is always done control continually. But that isn't the answer to that. And I'm not saying that I know what it is, what it, but I do know <clears throat> that uh, we have enough evil out there in our society right now that fosters evil like this. And that's why we will continue to see these things happening, even if we do take precautions. There's always going to be evil, so you've got to defend yourself against it. And evil is like water. It always finds the cracks. It'll always work its way in. And uh, to pretend otherwise is silly. So I don't know how many more dead bodies there has to be. <clears throat> you know, the left seems to think it's gun control. There's nothing to do with it. It's not about gun control. It's about controlling evil people. And when they start to do evil things, they need to be confronted. All right, my friend, I appreciate your call. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening. I will be back tomorrow. And uh, 
What can I tell you? I salute all of you. Even if you disagree with me, I hope you'll come back and be well.